Hello everyone and welcome to SAP HANA Cloud Platform Podcast Episode 14. Today is October 9th, 2015 and we are bringing this episode to you from Bangalore, India. I am Supriya Umbarkar and I work in the SAP Product Management Team. In today's podcast, I will cover updates from the platform for the latest release, then look at few events around the corner and finally we will listen to our expert topic of the day, HANA Cloud Integration. So in the latest release, the cockpit has been redesigned to give it a more modern look and feel, as well as make it easier to navigate between different sections. You can now see a breadcrumb on the top, and you can easily switch between accounts or applications without going back to the main dashboard. The links on the left-hand side occupy very precious real estate on the small screens, so now you can collapse them to get more space for the details area. I find it particularly useful, for example, uh, when I am monitoring the performance of an application and collapsing the links panel on the left gives me more space to view the charts. There is a feedback button also on the top pane where you can submit your comments, suggestions or share feedback with SAP. The creation of trial accounts is uh, now simplified and the manual steps are reduced. Uh, While creating and editing additional properties in destinations, you can select properties from a drop-down or uh, type in the value if the property you need is not in the list. The drop-down lists the known supported additional properties. So previously, uh, there was no drop-down. You had to mandatorily type the properties. So uh, now some uh, known additional properties have been added. The performance statistics and SAP passports are now supported by HTTP destinations and RFC destinations for Java applications. If performance statistics are switched on, the statistics are collected in subsequent requests and can be inspected in the cockpit for the application. If you are using IoT services, you can use a new OData interface to consume messages processed by the MMS version 2.3. A major advancement in IoT services is that you can use an API to define custom names for tables and columns and to customize the table mapping schemas. By default, when you define a new message type or a new device type, the tables are generated for you. But to support better lifecycle management for IoT services-based applications, it is now possible to specify names for the tables that will be generated. However, you will have to be careful to choose unique names in uh, your landscape. Few bug fixes have also been done for IoT services and for details, you can check out our release notes page on SEM. On OpenSAP, SAP's open learning platform, the course for extending applications with HCP is starting again with my uh, podcast co-host Rui Nugera. It will contain updated tools and uh, will also give you a chance to earn a completion certificate in case you missed it last time. There is also a new course for developing mobile applications on HCP coming up. The open SAP courses are free of charge for all participants. And they give you an opportunity to keep updated with the latest developments, learn new technologies, and network with your peers. There are quite a few events happening in the month of October. There is a 24-hour hackathon in Dubai as part of the GitX uh, Technology Week on 20th and 21st October. So I have myself been part of a 24-hour hackathon and it's quite an experience. So if you are in part of, uh, if you are in that part of the world, and uh, you are interested, uh, please do join. On October 19th, there is a half a day session on IoT and HCP in Las Vegas as part of the 
ASUG pre-conference sessions. HCP will also be talked about in the Central and Eastern European Software Engineering Conference happening in Moscow, Russia from 22nd to 24th October. There is a code jam on HCP organized by SAP University Alliances team in Taipei, Taiwan on October 24th. Finally, there is our very own SAP TechEd, which is happening in Las Vegas. So you have a chance to meet the HANA Cloud Platform product management team as well as the development team. There is a great blog by uh, my podcast co-host Moya Watson on SCN called as uh, the HANA Cloud Platform at TechEd Year 2015 Bucket List. So do check it out. It gives you an overview of all the sessions around uh, HCP and uh, it will help you plan uh, your um, ticket better. Let's come to the main topic of our episode today, HANA Cloud Integration. HCI is a hot topic amongst uh, all the HANA Cloud platform partners and customers. But essentially, since it combines cloud and the on-premise world uh, of SAP. So I have an expert with me today on HCI, Piyush Kakar. So hi Piyush, uh, can you tell something about yourself? Um, yes, my name is Piyush Kakar. I'm product manager in SAP's integration and orchestration unit. I'm joined SAP around five years back and working along with many solutions like SAP process orchestration, B2B EDI initiative, and now SAP HANA Cloud integration. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. So let's uh, get started, you know, with something basic. So what is HCI? Um, SAP HCI, so that is SAP HANA Cloud Integration, is SAP's strategic cloud-based integration solution across cloud LOPs. It is designated as IPaaS because it has integration platform as a service solution and runs on SAP HANA Cloud platform. More and more customers uh, we are seeing now are moving towards cloud because of the low or total cost of ownership uh, and getting the cloud solution as an operational expense rather than capital expenditure. Um, because of simplicity the cloud solution provides. So if we look at SAP cloud portfolio, we have many cloud applications from different business units. For example, for HR, we have success factors. Uh, Concur, we have for travel and expense. Uh, we have field class for contingent labor management solution. We have Ariba, network of buyer and supplier. We have now Esprohana coming in, um, which provides sort of uh, cloud-based uh, variant solutions. Um, there are still a lot of many customers who are on-premise using SAP Business Suite, like SAP ERP, CRM, supply chain management solutions. We see this as a transition period, which will exist for many years, and uh, we classified it as hybrid landscapes, where some of the business applications are running on-premise and are, uh, others are running on cloud. To form a complete business process and achieve automation, uh, we need to integrate these applications which involves different business transactions, mm-hmm. uh, different kind of technology, a different kind of message formats, um, like your orders, invoices, employees, business partners, and hence um, SAP HANA Cloud integration plays a key role in all these kind of integrations. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so you mentioned a lot of uh, SAP SaaS solutions, right? Also on-premise systems. And most of our customers, uh, they exist somewhere on this continuum. So it's very few people who are either fully cloud or fully on-premise. And going forward, uh, this equation uh, between the percentage of cloud and percentage of uh, on-premise systems would change, right? So which means that HCI will become more and more important going forward. Yes, yes, definitely, right. Okay, so, uh, but then looking at it from non-SAP systems, so is uh, HCI only for integrating SAP system to an SAP system? 
no um, sap hci uh, is an open integration platform as a service solution and can integrate both sap and non sap applications it's not mandatory that one end should always be uh, your sap application you can integrate different cloud or on premise based non sap applications as well using sap hana cloud integration mm -hmm. Looking at the on-premise world, SAP uh, middleware or process integration solutions is not needed. SAP has an enterprise process orchestration or a PI uh, solution available. So um, is basically HCI PI on cloud? Again, answer is no. <laughs> it is uh, a solution developed from scratch on SAP HANA cloud platform. Um, mm -hmm. We had a choice to take SAP process orchestration and put it in the cloud. That it is mature stack. It exists in many years. Mm -hmm. Not many customers are using it, uh, but we decided not to do that. The reason being was uh, PO was not architecturally designed to be a multi-tenant solution. Uh, with respect to SAP HCI, it is a cloud architecture ready, multi-tenant solution and incorporates all the feedback that we have received customers over the years and includes a lot of new innovations, ease and flexibility to create your integration processes. Mm -hmm. So uh, it is built ground up, keeping cloud as a use case in mind. Right? Yes, definitely. And uh, as both the solutions are from SAP, um, that is SAP process integration and SAP HANA cloud integration, we have provided a way that the existing assets from um, process orchestration or process integration can be reused in SAP HCI. So mm -hmm. when I say assets, primarily it means message mappings because it is one of the area which involves a lot of effort investments from customers during the implementation projects, mm -hmm. uh, typically around 50% of the project implementation time, depending on the complexity. So customers mm -hmm. can leverage their existing investment with respect to message mappings and uh, readily reuse in SAP HANA cloud integration as well. Mm -hmm. Coming to uh, customers using uh, HCI, is HCI enterprise ready uh, because it's a new solution? So uh, are there customers already uh, using HCI? At this time answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Many customers are live and already using it. Uh, it is getting used in many scenarios such as success factors integration, e-document uh, transfer, uh, cloud for customer integration and many other custom integration scenarios apart from the standard prepackaged content that we ship. Um, also, if you are developing applications on SAP HANA cloud platform, you can utilize uh, HCI as an integration solution for your message transformations, um, adding security like your encryption, digital signatures. Um, if you want to aggregate data from multiple systems or route data to multiple systems in a parallel sequential fashion, there are a lot many variety of use cases why you would like to use HCI for HANA cloud platform applications. Then um, SAP Financial Services Network is a network of corporates and banks and mm -hmm. also runs on SAP HANA Cloud integration. Uh, connecting to bank is always a pain for customers due to different message formats, technology and security requirements. So FSN is a network of uh, corporates and banks, runs on SAP HANA Cloud integration and offers you uh, uh, the ease of connectivity. Once you are onboarded to network, uh, SAP takes care of connecting to multiple banks. And it also offers a um, cash flow business visibility um, as part of value added services on the solution. Mm -hmm. Okay. Looking at this from an HCP, the HANA Cloud Platform perspective, um, HCP comes with something called as a connectivity service. Right? So it has a cloud connector, HCP has a SAP cloud connector, and then which you can pair with the HCP connectivity service and connect to an on-premise system. So how does this uh, relate to or compare to HCI? Is it something similar? When would uh, people choose one over the other? Yeah, that is a good question actually. Um, so SAP HANA Cloud Connector um, 
is a kind of agent that you need to install on-premise. It acts as a reverse proxy in customer landscape as well. It uh, establishes a secure tunnel with your own HANA Cloud Platform account. Mm -hmm. It acts as a routing engine with uh, complete security uh, of your uh, with your SAP HANA Cloud Platform account. Whereas uh, HCI is an integration middleware platform which provides you a lot of capabilities with respect to message transformations, your security, digital signatures, encryption, signing. Uh, uh, you want to, uh, I mean, routing of the messages in a different way, parallel, splitting, filtering. So all that capabilities that, a typic, uh, that an integration platform as a service solution should provide. So rather I'll say that both are complementary offerings. HCI can route your the data to on-premise systems either via reverse proxy or if a customer wants to utilize SAP HANA Cloud Connector, then SAP HCI can route the data via SAP HANA Cloud Connector as well for connecting to on-premise applications. Mm -hmm. okay. Great. HCI versus connectivity service we saw, right? But HCI with PI, because a lot of our customers might already have PI landscape so when do they use what yeah we have a clear recommendation and guidelines for that if your integration systems or applications are, are completely on premise mm -hmm. um, then sap process orchestration is the right choice because that is a middleware that also sits on premise if you want to integrate applications that exist in cloud mm -hmm. right way is to use sap hana cloud integration because that is a next gen middleware specially created for cloud integration needs yeah, there is a lot of confusion around when you want to integrate on-premise and on-cloud applications. Both solution fits in there. Um, so our recommendation is in case you already have SAP process orchestration and uh, uh, that's why we have provided a Reba success factors adapter. You can connect to cloud applications. Or in case you don't have, then our recommendation is to go with SAP HCI in case you have majority of use cases for cloud integration use because that is a middleware specially designed for um, cloud integration needs. But we have seen many customer cases where they have both the middlewares in their landscape mm -hmm. because of many reasons uh, prepackaged content availability on SAP HCI because they want to accelerate their implementations or they are on older release of PI and the adapters are available on newer release. They decide to go ahead with HCI for cloud integration needs and rather uh, uh, to not upgrade PI because it is a long project for them. Or LOBs decide that, okay, we want to go ahead quickly with the cloud integration needs and along with the cloud uh, solution that they are going ahead with, they decide that integration is bundled, so utilize that integration. So we have seen different use cases that how these two solutions uh, should exist in a customer's landscape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so uh, since HCI is a platform right, for uh, people to develop their applications or configure uh, their connectivity. Uh, so what is uh, that the customers get out of the box? So what is essentially, where is the boundary of responsibility of SAP and uh, the customer when the customer decides to go with HCI? It's very easy for customers. Um, so once they subscribe to SAP HCI, an HCI tenant is allocated to them. So tenant is a kind of uh, isolated area with its own memory, CPU, and database schema. So it's completely secure from that perspective. Um, integration processes that are running for one customer are completely isolated in this regard. Um, from a customer, uh, they just need to concentrate on development of the scenarios. They, um, there is no 
post configuration or pre configuration installation task everything is being managed by sap of provisioning a tenant even upgrades and updates are handled by sap every month there is a release for sap hci that is good as well because a lot many new developments are going on but this is the way how innovations can quickly reach to end customers in a month um, so sap is responsible for um, all these updates and upgrades being a customer, um, they just need to concentrate on development of their integration processes. The moment they get HCI tenant, they can start their development work. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, whatever Delta functionality that SAP is releasing on a monthly basis, they can decide in the new scenarios or probably customizing their existing scenarios that they would like to utilize or not. But all their running processes still run and uh, it's mm -hmm. completely backward compatible. There is, uh, there is no disruption in their existing processes. Mm -hmm. So is there a downtime at all when all these upgrades happen? We have a concept of rolling software updates. Um, technically, there is no downtime, but mm -hmm. we adhere to standard uh, cloud SLS that SAP has published. They are mentioned on uh, SAP website if you go. Mm -hmm. So we adhere to these SLS and uh, if I remember correctly, um, we have 99.5% uptime for production and I think 95% for test tenants that we allocate. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have this information available on SAP website as well. And as part of the standard cloud portfolio, we also adhere to the same SLAs. But technically, even during the upgrades, uh, because we have a rolling software update mechanism, we create a new node, which we upgrade it. And then uh, still the existing scenarios of the customers are running. Um, and once this uh, new node gets updated, then we immediately make a shift over. So from that perspective, if you ask me technically, <laughs> even there is no downtime mm -hmm. uh, from okay. the solution perspective. Okay. So it's possible that the customers might not be able to configure uh, new uh, connectivity, um, say parameters or make changes, but their existing solutions or configurations will still continue to work. Yes, you're right. You're right. So we have two hours uh, window that is again mentioned on uh, as part of standard SLAs on SAP website, depending on your data center location. Mm -hmm. And during this window, we generally do these upgrades and it is well defined and uh, well known to customer in advance so that they can plan it out. So uh, you mentioned data centers, right? So which all data centers have HCI um, tenants supported for now? So wherever HANA Cloud platform exists, we have mm -hmm. HCI available as well. Okay. So uh, I think there are four data centers. Four data centers as of, okay. well. yes, so yes. we have, and we have presence in every region. Either mm -hmm. we talk about APJ, uh, EMEA, or US data mm -hmm. centers are available. So as and when the new HCP data center will become available, HCI will also be available on that. Yes, definitely. Okay. Coming to the partners uh, for HCI. So how can partners contribute to HCI? Uh, or basically what is the value proposition that we have for partners? Partners can enable themselves for SAP HCI as a lot many projects are already running and will be in their future um, where our ecosystem expertise would be needed to implement the solution. Apart from that, there are many areas for partners to contribute and monetize like content development, just like SAP is providing prepackaged content. Um, there are many white spaces that exist in terms of integration scenarios for SAP or for non-SAP integration uh, of the applications. Um, another area would be to develop technical or application connectivity adapters for third-party systems and applications. SAP um, can help them certifying their content or adapter development and providing a global visibility by making them part of SAP standard content catalog. Mm -hmm. 
Can you tell what uh, prepackaged content is available for customers to use? Yeah, there are a lot of prepackaged content available that accelerates the implementation time of customers' projects. Uh, we have prepackaged content for cloud for customer to uh, CRM or ERP integration, depending on which deployment model customers would like to go ahead with. Mm -hmm. We have prepackaged integration content for success factors talent suite to SAP HCM or ERP in case customer wants to have core HR on premise. Mm -hmm. Or if customer wants to have core HR on cloud, that is uh, success factors employee central solution, then we offer prepackaged content for employee central to ERP integration for uh, your employer application, cost center, and org integration scenario, then a lot more. Uh, we have prepackaged content for e document scenarios. Uh, many countries have stringent laws, and due to regulatory and compliance reasons, uh, these organizations need to send certain data to government agencies. It can be your pensions. Uh, provident fund related details, invoices. So globalization, uh, LOB from SAP provides e-document or e-invoicing prepackaged content on SAP HANA Cloud integration for Peru, Chile, Spain, and Italy. Mm -hmm. Not many countries are in roadmap. Recently, we uh, have also released prepackaged content for S4 HANA, uh, Cloud Edition, and Employee Central for employee and cost center integration. We have also provided a template for integrating to um, Ariba network as pass-through scenarios as many customers want one integration solution or window that can communicate with multiple cloud applications. As we are going forward, the reach of this prepackaged uh, integration content will increase and will span across many applications and business units. Mm -hmm. okay. Is there some uh, kind of a trial program uh, for HCI? Is there some place where people can go and uh, try out before they commit to a buying decision? Yes, we have one month trial program available and customers, partners can send an email to SAP, um, that is hci.trial at sap.com um, to have a quick registration. Once they are allocated HCI tenant, there is a dedicated team sitting to help them with their integration scenarios that they want to implement or try as an POC with SAP HANA Cloud integration. Once trial period is over, we have a lot of flexible licensing models available that can be subscribed to continue with their projects. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is great. If people uh, want to engage uh, uh, with uh, more content of SCI, I think uh, there is also a dedicated uh, space on SCN uh, for SCI, right? Where people can put their questions, they can ask their doubts or read about articles. Oh, yes, uh, there is a dedicated community on SCN. You will find a lot of interesting blogs, information on upcoming events, workshop, with respect to SAP HANA Cloud integration and many um, active ongoing discussions. Mm -hmm. Apart from SEN, we have uh, a documentation available on our public website. We have roadmap available on service marketplace. Uh, I think the material is good enough to uh, mm -hmm. learn on uh, SAP HANA Cloud integration. And there is a lot of active contribution from the SAP uh, people also. Yes, okay. absolutely. Right. Okay. Uh, coming to what would happen next, so what is the roadmap for HCI? Um, lot many new interesting innovations are coming out in SAP HCI. Um, so one is we want to focus on B2B integration area. Mm -hmm. uh, when you deal with your um, business partners like your customers, suppliers, logistic providers, they have a specific message format standard that you need to um, exchange. It depends on country, region, and there are many factors to it or a specific industry. So we already support this in our on-premise stack. Now the plan is to have the same capabilities available on HCI, um, like your support for EDFAC, X12, and other standards. Um, uh, so we will be launching this in phases. Um, so you will see increment 
uh, happening over uh, the monthly releases in terms of AS2 adapter, in terms of these ED fact, EDI converters um, for different EDI formats. And also we are bringing up a new innovation called Integration Advisor. Uh, that is an intelligent tool that learns from the machine learning. The more content that you will put in, it will give you advice and probability of message transformations. It will tell you that, okay, this is your source format, this is your target format, um, how automatically a field should get mapped based on the history of the content that you have uploaded. So your task of uh, defining um, message conversion from one format to other format will be a lot much easier because the tool will do it for you automatically and then you can just uh, clarify uh, or, or confirm and check that everything is correct. Then we are investing in OData provisioning. Mm -hmm. So OData provisioning will be a part uh, in SAP HANA Cloud integration going forward. So as part of that, uh, all the capabilities of modeling, designing OData as well as publishing will be part of the same SAP HANA Cloud integration. As of today, HCI can consume OData, but provisioning part is something that we are working on. Uh, along with the designing and modeling. It will be released soon in SAP HCI. Uh, uh, then a lot more prepackaged content from different cloud LOBs uh, from SAP, uh, it will be released uh, because currently we are focused only on cloud for customer success factors and uh, Ariba, uh, some uh, pass-through scenarios are available, but it will grow to other cloud applications, LOBs as well, and more and more prepackaged content will be released. Uh, then we are also focusing on uh, the new capabilities that uh, we want to bring in HCI as a part of the solution, either it's new message transformation or a new uh, pipeline step that we want to introduce. So in HCI, we have a flexible pipeline, how you can create an integration process. You just drag drop from the palette and you can create n number of integration step process and you can utilize it. So definitely there will be announcements in those areas as well going forward. Um, yeah, so these are the uh, critical areas and uh, nonetheless the important part I think everyone is already aware about that we are releasing uh, NetWeaver 7.5 uh, in Q4 this year and that will also bring down uh, the HCI runtime capabilities on premise uh, under the name integration gateway on pro. Mm -hmm. uh, so our vision is that the prepackaged content investment that uh, we are doing uh, uh, we want to leverage that and customers should be able to use the same prepackaged content or um, HCI integration flows for on-premise as well. Mm -hmm. So in this way, we want to provide the new innovation to our existing customers where they will get a new optional runtime installation in the phase one that we are releasing in Q4. And uh, the, the designing is completely in web as HCI provides. So they can design their integration process or they can uh, use the prepackaged content that we are providing and they can run on premise. So uh, this is also uh, one of the new innovation that we are bringing in because many customers were asking that uh, now it's the next gen middleware and we want to have the same feature functionalities and capabilities for our on premise tech as well. So this is the way that we want to have create one and uh, deploy uh, according to your uh, need either on cloud or on premise mm -hmm. yeah so. Um, so as the last point we have now ticket uh, coming up into locations right so would we hear more about HCI in the ticket definitely as I said I mean it's uh, now SAP is strategic integration um, platform as a service solution for uh, different cloud LOBs um, so you um, can gear up for a lot many sessions on SAP HCI as well as uh, not only lecture but hands-on sessions as well that we'll be seeing. So people should look out for the agenda of uh, ticket. Yes. And catch yes. as many sessions as exactly. they can. Exactly. <laughs>
thank you, Piyush. Thank you for joining us. Thanks very much, Supriya, for organizing this. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us today, and we look forward to your questions on Twitter. So this was podcast episode fourteen, and our next episode, which is episode fifteen, will come to you on October twenty third, two thousand fifteen. So thank you again, and keep listening to us.